Let's talk about change, because one thing's for sure, your next great and glorious adventure demands it. All you need to do is let go of the past that's creating your future, those ghosts of abuse that limit you. Yes, it might all fall apart before it all falls together, and that's okay. Will you answer the call of radical and orgasmic aliveness? Will you choose you? Welcome to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything, your guide for creating a life that's light and right and fun for you. Hello, 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 beautiful beings. This is Dr. Lisa, and I am live from one of live from one of my favorite places on the planet, which is San Francisco, California. I'm back. <laughs> anyway, I'm doing the show live from San Francisco, down by Fisherman's Wharf. Maybe you'll hear some trolleys and trams in the background. Who knows? Um, well, today we're going to be talking about the religion of abuse. Yes, I finally did it. I've been asked and asked and asked and asked and asked about. Um, talking about spiritual abuse, which we have, talking about religion and the religion of abuse, getting closer and closer and closer, talking talking about the fun topics related to the rituals, related to abuse. <laughs> fun topic, I say sarcastically, but I'm attempting to make it more light and right and fun for everybody out there. Um, and by no way mean shape or form am I you know dismissing or demeaning or lessening the impact of these big phrases, big words called spiritual abuse, the religion of abuse, or you know the ritual related to abuse. I'm just trying to do my part in this world, which is speaking about really what's been unspeakable and bringing the secret covert, you know hidden, uh, agendas and secret agendas to keep things hidden under the carpet when we all know it's actually going on out there. So I'm doing my part with this radio show. I thank you so much for um, your listenership and your emails and your live conversations with me. I've been, I was here for three weeks facilitating classes, as you may know, um, which is why we had some. Um, pre-records uh, first couple weeks of September and then I was back in Texas for seems like a very short period of time about 10 days and we did another show on spiritual abuse and now I'm back here I decided to come not only for my clients and which is what I'm doing these two days here but also for a class with Dr. Dane here called The Choice of Possibilities that just went on in San Francisco and I was facilitating Symphony of Possibility sessions during the class. I must have done about 15, and boy, am I a little tired, um, but tired in a good way because so much change, you know, occurred not only for me and my body, but also for all the beautiful beings that, you know, chose that class. And it, it truly was a remarkable time. And that's when, right before the class started, actually the night I got here, um, this whole subject of the topic of the religion of abuse came to me and it was kind of downloaded. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, um, that's how it works. It's like I ask the universe, I ask the earth, I ask all of you, when, especially when I get the stats from the executive producer about, you know, who's listening where. And I just had um, received an email about the stats. And so... I was noticing that, you know, Australia and India and Europe and Sweden and 
um, which I know is in Europe, but Sweden was a very high mark um, in the last month of listenership, as well as uh, Australia and India and a couple of other places. And just wanted to give a shout out to that. And um, many places all over the world. And I asked the question, like, what do you guys want to hear? What what would be a great you know topic or to a show discussion that could contribute contribute to um, people moving beyond abuse and really transitioning trauma to orgasmically alive? And this came the religion of abuse. So let me tell you a little bit about what we're going to talk about here. Um, one, what does it mean to you? What does the the ritual of abuse and the religion of abuse mean to you? Like, is there a ritual that the abuser the abuser uses with their victims? And you know, does the perpetrator make themselves right because of their religion? Um, and is it because of their rituals? Um, like, is abuse the honoring of the ritual uh, that creates the reverence and compliance? You know, not only of the victim, but also of the perpetrator. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How does it get any better than that? So, first of all, everything that the ritual and religion of abuse brings up for you, just when you hear it, let's destroy and create that. Right? We're on Good and Bad, Pop and Pock, All Nine Shorts, Boys and Beyond. So, let me tell you what it, what it means to me. Now... It could mean um, so many different things, but when I hear like the religion of the abuse and the ritual of it, um, I remember very clearly like being uh, sought after and sought out by one of my uh, mother's family friends um, when I was very, very young. So like two, three, four years of age. And I remember all the gifts that he used to give me and all the 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 photo carvings and just the candy store runs and when we moved out from Brooklyn to Long Island he used to drive out there and you know take all my friends out you know for lunch infrequently but frequently enough um, maybe more like not to lunch but to the candy store and it always seemed like I knew that something, you know, was going on whenever he was around, but I never knew when I was a kid, but I know it now. Um, or I wasn't aware of it or didn't know how to put it into awareness when I was a kid. But there was this whole ritual, kind of, if you will, the religion of the way his abuse with me, you know, actualized. And it always had this, like, I'm so happy to see you. You're the best kind of person. Um, you know, uh, you're such a gift to me and what can I be and do for you? And then, you know, it became some sort of gift, you know, whether it be candy or going to the park or playing or something, some sort of attention that was beyond the norm of what I was getting. And in that way, it looked very, very, um, normal to everybody outside uh, looking in, paying attention, you know, um, and with then there would be, you know, that moment where it would change from the fun and the play to something sexual, and but there was always that ritual, always that ritual of the attention. They call it grooming, um, 
you know, the grooming behavior, getting the person to trust you um, in the psychological field. Um, and what they did in that trust, you know, is befriending, establishing like an emotional connection with the child. Um, therefore, lowering the child's inhibitions for any kind of abuse, right? Like it lures the the minors or the, the victim into the trafficking, if you will, of the child or, you know, the illicit businesses such as child prostitution or, you know, p- child pornography, all of which as a child that I was uh, unfortunately involved in. And, you know, I call it religion because, and it's also a ritual, but I call it religion because it's like a, a system of faith and worship. It's like the perpetrator is, you know, worshiping and in faith, you know, having such faith that this is what's going to work to pursue their interests, right? And so the person, the perpetrator, becomes the supreme, superhuman, controlling power, um, you know, in the situation. And the child becomes the willing victim, right? And that's the insidious nature, you know, of abuse in and of itself. And... Um, this is what happens over and over and over again. And really, when I was getting the energy of this show, it, it's kind of like I was getting into the mind of the perpetrator. Is just like I must have this, you know. I, I must do do some sort of sexual stuff, right? And it has to be with that child or children, and or the prostitution or the pornography or the abuse, whatever it is. And it then they have the reason and justification in their head. That's the religion, because it's like this order of prostrating to the faith and worship of something within themselves, outside of themselves that they have to do, right? So that justification makes you right, so you got to go do it, right? And then there's this form and structure, the religion of it, the order of it, that it has to happen. You befriend, you get trust, you take them out. You play with them, you show them how much you love and appreciate them. The child's inhibition, you know, becomes, you know, thwarted and anesthetized because they're just invaded with this goodness, which is actually not really goodness. It's grooming to the ritual of the abuser. And so then when when they're groomed it be, and the act of abuse occurs, it's like this terrorism. Abuse is terrorism. And, and the religion and the grooming and the justification and the order is the jihadist point of view. Okay? So it's like abuse is the God, the terrorism, the terror, the errorism, if you take the T off of terrorism, the errorism, and the jihad is the point of view, the faith of the worship, the faith of the worship. So abuse is a religion for perpetrators. Um, and therefore, then the per- perpetrator essentially dedicates their life to that order, to the ritual of that religion. And then, you know, when I was working in um, the sex offender rehabilitation field, in treatment centers and whatnot in the state of Arizona, back then, and I don't know what the actual um, research numbers are now but back then it was like for every one reported incident of perpetration there was at least eight other undetected and unknown about offenses so i wonder what it is now because that's almost you know 20 years ago now when i was doing that work in arizona 
or probably longer, actually. Um, no, it's exactly 20 years now that I think about it. So um, I wonder how much order we or all those of you out there who are the victims of such terrorism, right, who have been perpetrated, are holding onto your body of the religion and the ritual of the perpetrator's point of view. Everything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So I know this is a heavy topic. Um, I'm doing my best to give information to to all of you listeners out there for for one for one main possibility, which is to set you free from something that you may not have known and that has caged you or incarcerated you since your original moment of abuse, which could have been 40 years ago now. Everything and anything that doesn't allow that, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So how many points of order have you locked onto your body that are the perpetrator's ritualistic and religious points of view about abuse? terrorizing you everything that brings up and lets down let's revoke rescind recant renounce denounce destroy and uncreate it right wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds okay my friends we're going to go to our first break if you're out there and you'd like to call in whether it's about this or something else and when you would like a contribution i'm here for you give a call at 1-888-346-9141 be back after the break it's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. The fight is over. An invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness. What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? Health and wellness? New relationships? Business ventures? Choice? What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move towards something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. 
What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today and find out. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Connecting you to a life that's light and right for you and a new reality of ease, joy, and fun as a possibility you can choose for you. If you have questions or want to reach her or her guests, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141 or email va at drlisacooney.com today. Now, let's return to creating radical aliveness. Okay, beautiful people. So I talked a little bit about um, the religion of abuse, the ritual of abuse, and gave you the framework for today. Um, and of course, the main thing is abuse is terrorism. Um, and what I'm attempting to do here is to undo some of the errorism in the terrorism that you've been locking onto your body and, you know, essentially becoming your own jihad. And we, we did a show last week, the terror, the terrorism of abuse. And now I'm following up with this ritual and religion of abuse just to keep giving perspectives to all the world and whoever listens to the show, because my target is to eliminate all the points of view that don't belong to us off of us and return it, you know, back from whence it came, you know, or to send her with consciousness attached so that they can wake up. And most importantly, so that you can wake up feeling light and right and a change um, and transformation occurring within you to live the life that you know that you've always dreamed for yourself instead of being on underneath all this other perpetrator bs that isn't you you were groomed you were ritualized in somebody else's religion and essentially you were gaslighted doubted doubting your own points of view about what happened or even your memory about what occurred and all those ways of whether it's grooming or gaslighting or the ritual you know of the religion of abuse all those ways disempower you and lock you into what I call the the cage of abuse which is the order you have um, decided your life is and it's not even true. That's the real cruel joke about it because it's not even you. And that's what I'm doing here with the show continuously from the beginning and this show today is to just keep showing to the best of my ability to contribute to all who listen to the best of my ability that likely what you've decided doesn't even belong to you. And it's the perpetrator, the terrorist, the religion, the ritual, the jihadist point of view that you've made true about you that is actually false and was never true. Everything that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So we have a caller from Wisconsin. Okay, Bridget, this is Dr. Lisa. How can I contribute to you today? Hello, Dr. Lisa. I was uh, thinking about that, that religious or the, the 
I don't know, like the constructs and what has been coming up in my life for a really long time. And, you know, from, from the abuses, the, the, the no voice, no choice, like the power is somewhere outside of me. And, um, you know, then the shame and judgment about my point of view or my choices or the way I've loved. And, it, you know, even like in basic religion, it's like, well, in God's time or other people have free will or it, you know, especially like in relationship, it's like um, I keep creating this place where I feel like I don't count. I'm not heard. I don't matter. And, you know, even the universe doesn't have my back. I could do a thousand things or have my bars run a hundred times. And, and this place, it's like, I can't change this. And so when you were talking today about, you know, those structures that from abuse is, you know, when, when you are abused, it's something is powering over you or it seems that way at that time. And it's just been something that I have uh, seemed to create or become my own abuser by recreating it. So what else is possible? Awesome. And thank you for sharing all of that because you, you did a really good job of just like framing it and putting it out here um, on on the show. So thank you for that. And write what you said at the end about... Um, becoming your own abuse. That That is, if I had any agenda for this show, secretly, that would be what it is, which is to wake us all up about how the ritual of abuse and the religion of the, you know, perpetrator locked onto our bodies actually actualizes as us becoming our own inner terrorists, our own inner jihad. Because when we take those points of view, if the abuse is terrorism and the, the religion is the, you know, G, you know, abuse is God, essentially, and the terrorism is, is the religion, the jihad is the, you know, the worshiper, um, the prostrating in faith, the, the order and justification of the ritual, the structures, if you will. And so when that lives on our body, Bridget, then we become that. We become that, and we become that by just what you said. I don't, I can't get through it, I'm not ho- heard, I'm not cared about, I don't matter, um, nobody cares about me, and no matter how many things, I could do a thousand things, but I can't change this. That is the end result of how abuse is terrorism, because that's being the jihad on you. Can't change this. I'm not cared about, I'm not heard, and I don't matter. So for everybody out there, including yourself, that has um, said that one time or another, I don't, um, no one cares about me, I'm not heard, I don't matter, I can't change this, no matter how hard I try, nothing changes. All the secret, hidden, invisible, covert, unseen, unacknowledged, unspoken, undisclosed agendas to that point of order, which locks you into the religion of the jihadist point of view, can we revoke, rescind, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate that now? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. So how did that land for you, Bridget? Wow. 
<laughs> I kinda, yeah, I'm kind of scrambled. <laughs> so then what we do is our, the perpetrator, like then if the perpetrators are ded- dedicating their life to the order of, uh, I have to do this sexual stuff to this person. And then you internalize that as the victim. You know, I'm not heard. I don't matter. You know, I'm not cared about. Essentially, that's what the grooming um, behavior does. It, it actually, you're befriended by that energy. And then you're sensing yourself not mattering to that energy. And you're right not being cared about to that energy and you're right not being heard you know by that perpetrator because you're not because the only thing that matters to them is their religion and their ritual and you're just an object to that so then you like you ap- accurately stated Bridget put your power outside of yourself you totally leave your body in that no choice no voice space and then when the abuse is over and you get back in your body, if you get back in your body, you're only living with the shame and the judgment of the point of view as your choices. But the reality is it's the perpetrator's shame and judgment mixed in with your own shame and judgment for allowing it to occur. But how did you know as a child that you were being groomed and gaslighted? Right. right? And everyone else's shame and judgment about the situation. Exactly. Exactly. And so it's gaslighting is this form of psychological abuse in which a victim is manipulated into doubting his or own his or her own memory, perception and sanity. So then you you doubt yourself about what happened because everybody else wants to doubt what happened. So then you doubt the shame and judgment that you have, but you know the shame and judgment that you have. You then doubt your perception, and then you're knowing, you're perceiving, you're receiving. And then you go so far as to doubt your sanity and think you're insane because then you believe that it actually didn't happen when it did happen. And then the religion and the ritual has won because the next time that person comes around you, you're already in that gaslighting of doubting your own memory, perception, and sanity. So, and you feel bad about it. So you even more allow them to groom you and shower you with gifts and attention because you feel insane now. And who wants to feel insane? So the grooming actually makes you feel sane again, that somebody loves you. But the issue is, is that it's all a lie based on religion and the ritual of the perpetrator's um, power over you. And not just that person, but any any situation or energy that feels similar. Any situation or energy energy that feels similar, it triggers the same automatic response matrices system. It's like a labyrinth inside of you. Yes, you're exactly right. So while it may be you then looking in the mirror and looking at your body saying, oh my God, you don't matter. You're ugly. You're this, whatever, you know, if it's I don't care you know, I'm unlovable, or I'm not heard to, boy, you're so ugly, or I don't matter to, well, you don't matter because you're too fat, or you're too ugly, or whatever. And so then you take that jihadist point of view, and you start being the jihad within you. Or you go to work, and your boss says something to you where you, you know, confronts you or challenges you on something that wasn't done, and you immediately 
you know, go into, oh, my God, my position here doesn't matter. I don't matter. They don't appreciate me. I'm a failure. And then you jihad yourself that way. And basically what it's doing is it's taking that perpetration from that moment 40 years ago and bringing it present to the present day in the mirror in the bathroom when you, you know, get out of the shower and then taking it to work with you. So you're essentially carrying that that um, religion and that order with you in a ritualistic way to destroy you. Everything that yeah. brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And that's how um, perpetration uh, keeps being spread rampant on this planet besides and in addition to the actual physical acts. So this is actually something what I'm talking about on this show that you can actually be or do to have a voice, to have a choice, and to keep the power within you and stop it being outside of you. Everything that doesn't allow that, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Was that helpful? Yes, and and you take that on every date or every friendship or, you know, that... So, um, what other, what other things could I be or do to shift this or just awareness or clearings or, you First know. thing you can do is, um, ask the question, who does this belong to? When oh. you're actually starting to say those phrases like, I don't care, I'm not heard, I don't matter, I have no choice, I have no voice, the power is outside of me. Um, I would say, who does this belong to? And then I would say, uh, return to sender with consciousness attached so that they can wake up and you don't have to actually uh, take it on you. Second thing I would do is say all the implanted and explanted points of view or points of order, points of view and points of order locked onto me um, from the abuse, destroying and create it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And then I would ask yourself, what have I made so vital, valuable and real about um, the points of order of abuse? Um, What have I made so vital, valuable and real about the points of order of abuse that lock me into being the jihad eternally to me? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. But first and foremost, Bridget, who does this belong to? You know, getting that it's not yours. And so when you ask the question, who does it belong to? Um, you would then go me, someone else or something else. It's usually someone or something else. And then as long as it's not you, and that's not the lightest and brightest point of view, it's someone else and, and then just something else to say return to sender with consciousness attached. And then I would do some another access consciousness tool, which is one, two, three, which is taking whoever it belongs to, the someone else or something else, one, two, three is from the past and getting it off of you and just like throw it off of you, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine boys and beyonds. How's that for you? That's great. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling in, Bridget. I appreciate it. That was great stuff. And good to talk to you. Bye-bye. Bye. And then we have Judy from 
Arizona. We're going to take a quick break and we'll come back. So hang on the line. We'll come back after the break. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. The fight is over. An invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness. What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? Health and wellness? New relationships? Business ventures? Choice? What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move towards something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today and find out. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Connecting you to a life that's light and right for you and a new reality of ease, joy, and fun as a possibility you can choose for you. If you have questions or want to reach her or her guests, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141 or email va at drlisacooney.com today. Now, let's return to creating radical aliveness. Okay, beautiful being. Sorry, I was on mute there for a second. <laughs> um, we're talking about the ritual and religion of abuse. And Judy from Arizona, this is Dr. Lisa. How can I contribute to you today? Okay, maybe we don't have a caller from Arizona. So let's continue with the religion and ritual of abuse. If you were holding and got dropped off, feel free to call back. Anybody else that would like to call in and receive a contribution today? one 346 9141. So let's go a little bit further into um, the points of order that get locked into our body um, when we've been abused. So 
talking like you know about the points of order that we look at ourselves through in the mirror through the points of order of what the perpetrators you know like put on us and you know that is a choice and I know that this some of the stuff that I say here you know is a different way of looking at abuse now I know after all these years of my own personal work that um, I I did not like the abuse I did not want to you know have that occur but at the same time I also you know allowed my own memory my own judgment my own perception to be disacknowledged and that allowed me to be even more disempowered so what was the choice that I made you know in going to let's say my mother and telling her about what was going on um, when I was being abused you know why didn't I go to my father or why didn't I keep talking about it that's such an interesting that's such an interesting perspective when I knew what was going on but that that gaslighting thing is like it's a form of psychological abuse in which the person is manipulated into doubting his or her own memory perception and sanity so when I spoke originally about what was happening for me I got such uh, a reaction back which was their reason and justification to not believe what was actually going on that I actually obviously doubted my own memory perception and sanity and actually thought I was insane for quite a long time that those things must not be happening to me can you imagine being abused over and over and over again and actually believing that those things that were actually occurring were not actually occurring like oh my god I am still beyond amazed at you know how I'm sitting I'm sitting here right now with you today you know this day and age with all I do around the world and everything that I have maneuvered with and beyond to actually and so many millions of you are just like that out there in the world and have been a you know part of this gaslighting grooming religion and ritual of abuse and have thrived and live radically alive and that is just so wonderful and each of you have such a gift to share with the world for those that are still struggling for those that are still terrorizing themselves for those that are even being more of a terrorist and more of a jihadist of blowing up everything good in their life because the point of view of any kind of ritual or um, religious order when it comes to perpetration is to terrorize you it makes you doubt everything let alone the depression and anxiety that that comes with it so uh, looks like we got Judy back here so let's see if we can get her question in and receive some more contribution from you listeners out there so hello Judy this is Dr. Lisa how can I contribute to you today yeah, hi, Dr. Lisa. Can you hear me now? Uh-huh. Okay, great. Yeah, I uh, have a question for you. I um, understand what you're, a lot of what you've been talking about this week and last week and uh, experienced a lot of it. My question is, one for me, I can get things together a lot of times, um, possibly at my waking hours. But how about when the terrorism goes on every single night in my dreams? Any 
comment or suggestions about that? Well, for me, the dreams are the subconscious processing. Um, so that's going to bridge to the conscious and is going to create a train. Is going to create a change anywhere that you are aware of what you haven't been willing to be aware of, and then you become aware of it. It. I always think that's a good thing personally. It's like the sub, the secret, hidden, invisible, covert, unseen, unacknowledged, unspoken, undisclosed agendas are coming out through your dream and your body psychologically and psycho uh, physiologically and psychosomatically is actually processing through that. And then you may not, it's not a linear thing. That's the beauty of dreams. It's not linear. It's actually just very creative and chaotic. Then cognitively you come out of the dream and you're just like, you 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 de- 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 generally sense that there's a difference, but definitely there are some dreams that can actually be very very impactful on a on a feeling level, and they stay with you for a little while, and that's just the body processing through that which was hidden, and is now alive for you to see, know, receive, and perceive the change that has um, actualized within you. But if you can give me more specific about what the what the dream is, then uh, or what the terror is in the dreams, I can probably uh, give you a little bit more information. Yeah. Well, the terrorism in the dream usually is um, you know being out of uh, control, uh, being chased, um, not not uh, uh, a lot of a lot of fear. Um, Repetitive dreams over and over and over, uh, being stuck different places. Used to be stuck in different in, in rooms, um, and uh-huh. but it still goes on. And then I wake up and I'm and I now know that I'm you know I'm, I'm usually in PTSD and I wake up depressed. And I you know, I know I know a lot about I know I know a lot about dreams in terms of being your unconscious, but. It's unpleasant. It physiologically feels like it's unpleasant to me while I'm while I'm sleeping. I get it. I get it. So, um, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. So, there's this theme of out of control, being chased again, and being stuck. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, we can, it's fair to say, did you experience any of those um, experiences out of control, chased and stuck energetically or literally when you were being abused? Yeah, all the above. All the above. The repetitive, right? repetitive, repetitive. I want to get out of it. Right. So the repetitive is what we call a trifold sequencing system loop in your in your brain, the repetitive nature of it. So you're looping that you know, over and over and over again, which is very, 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 very normal and very common with, you know, surviving and moving beyond abuse. So everywhere, how much point of order are you using to create the out of control, the chased again, and the stuck you you are choosing? A little, a lot, or a megaton? I was having trouble with that question, but I, I always know the, the answer is a megaton. 
Okay, a megaton. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, men. So how much point of order are you using to create the out of control, chased again, and stuck you are choosing? Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. I would take this clearing loop of this segment and I would put it in garage band and make a little loop for yourself on it for like, you know, 30 minutes and just listen to it over and over and over again. How much poo is point of order <laughs> are you using to create the out of control, chased again, and stuck you, you are choosing? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine charts, boys and beyonds. The second question I have is if a perpetrator is ritualizing how to victimize and groom his victim, are, are you aware that they may also be sensing or even feeling out of control or being chased by their thoughts or being stuck, that that's the only thing that they can do? Are you aware that that's also... I understand what you're saying very well, sorry. Well, let me say it a different way. If we're talking with the show and the way that I frame the show, right, it's like Uh abuse is the terrorism. The victim isn't the only one that's being terrorized. The perpetrator is also being terrorized by the thoughts of the abuse. It is being terrorized to have to do bad stuff to, to children or to whomever they're abusing because they can't get the thoughts out of their head like you can't get the thoughts out of your head. So abuse is terrorism either way you look at it. And the, the jihadist point of view is the order, the point of order that each perpetrator and each victim has to go through in order to justify what they go through. But either way, it's poo. It's a point of order. And it sticks you. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So perpetrators dedicate their life to the order of the religion of abuse being terrorism and victims dedicate their life to the order of abusing themselves to the religion of terrorism. So you're terrorizing yourself with being out of control, chased again and stuck. When we're out of control, chased again and stuck, how much rest or stillness can you have embodied? Not very a little, much. A little li- less than little or a li- little megaton a little, right? Not very much. All nine shorts, boys and beyond. So when there's not very much resting or still point, how much can you create when you're a nervous wreck? Not too much. Not too much. You create, you create, you paddle upstream and you create a mess. You destroy you. You blow yourself up. You press the, the, the you put the bomb jacket on and you blow yourself up and everything good in your life, you blow up. Yeah, every That's night. Thing with the perpetrator, it works both ways. You're yeah. giving up creation no matter what. So instead of inventing yourself, you define yourself by being out of control, chased again, and stuck. So are you willing to give up defining yourself by the point of order of being out of control, being chased, and being stuck? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And how... Um, how much of the perpetrator have you embodied as you so that you define you as out of control, chased again, and stuck? A little, a lot, or a megaton? Megaton. Megaton. 
So would you be willing to give up a megaton of that now? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, and all the automatic response matrices systems locking that in place, and all the trifold sequencing systems locking that in place. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, and all the double binds, creating the double binds, eternally double binding, so you always be out of control, but you want to be in control. They always be chased again, but you want to, you know, be in that still point, and that you always are stuck and you want to be free. Can we revoke, rescind, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate the double binds to that now? Yes. Okay. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. My suggestion is to listen to this again and again and again, over and over and over again, to and see if your dreams start to change. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Thanks. My, my body feels better already. Oh, cool. I'm so glad. Good to hear your voice, and thanks for calling in. Yeah, nice talking with you again. Thanks. Okay, bye now. We're going to go to a quick break, and... Uh, get to the callers really quickly on our final couple minutes of the show right after the break. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. The fight is over. An invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness. What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? Health and wellness? New relationships? Business ventures? Choice? What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move towards something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today and find out. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Connecting you to a life that's light and right for you and a new reality of ease, joy, and fun as a possibility you can choose for you. 
If you have questions or want to reach her or her guests, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141 or email va at drlisacooney.com today. Now, let's return to Creating Radical Aliveness. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and for the caller. Sorry for those of you that we couldn't get to uh, today, but I'm happy to hear your question. You can email it to VA at Dr. Lisa Cooney, uh, VA at DrLisaCooney.com. What's my name? Uh, but we have a quick couple of minutes here before the end of the show. Got so into speaking to you all that I was not so good with my breaks today. You know how I love to hear all you callers. And uh, sometimes the form and structure is important as well. Um, so I have a question here about like how to create when you have uh, stuck points of order. Well, first of all, you have to just acknowledge that you have a point of order. A point of order is a stuckness. It's a, it's a way of ordering your reality. That's what point of order stands for. That's the P-O-O acronym. Appropriate, right, Pooh? <laughs> so it does stop you from creating and generating let's say in a life that's light and right for you but what about um but what you you actually are creating though from those stuck points of view so when you create from out of control and chased again and stuck you're actually creating from the jihadist point of view from the religion of terrorism right which is the abuse and so that's when you become your jihad when you actually own the point of order Destroy and uncreate the point of order. Return it to sender with consciousness attached. Um, ask the question, who does it belong to? And then you start to get that freedom and space within you. Then you can create as you from that still point that I was talking about with Judy, from that still point within you that knows, bees, receives, and perceives the lightness and rightness of, you know, what's good for you. So... Basically, what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be the energy, space, and consciousness of the freedom of choice, the fullness of embodiment, and the power inherent within you are you choosing? Or can you be choosing? Actually, will you be choosing? And will you be choosing? Everything and anything that doesn't allow that, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, and bad, and pop all night, shorts, boys, and beyond. And when you're stopping, What's fun for you, what's the most joyful of you, you are living in a point of order and you are being the jihadist to yourself, which is therefore prostrating to the religion of terrorism and therefore abuse. So here's my final question to you all. Ask yourself this after you clear the points of order. How much fun can I have? How easy can this be? How much fun can I have? How easy can this be? How much fun can I have? How easy can this be? And do this. Because that is when you are choosing for you, saying to you, collaborating with the universe, conspiring to bless you, creating from there. I hope this show has been a contribution and a gift to you. Feel free to keep emailing me, va at drlisacooney.com. And if there is any kind of show or any kind of topic that you would like to hear about, make sure you put it in that email and let me know about that, too, because I am so open to suggestions, and I would love to know what you would like to hear about and how I can greater contribute to you. This is Dr. Lisa, and you've been listening to Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Thank you so much.
Thank you for joining Dr. Lisa Cooney this week on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Please be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, make this week yours. We'll be right back.